Hi guys, Nicole Bowman here, back with another audio video. Um, and it has been a while since I've done an audio video. Uh, so if you are brand new to the channel, please take a moment to like, comment, share, and subscribe because sharing is caring as they say. And if you are a returning subscriber, thank you so much for the likes, for sharing the videos, and for your support. Um, so today I I'm led to talk about something um, that has been on my mind and on my heart for a while. Um, today I wanna talk about suicide and specifically what happens to souls uh, once they cross over who have committed suicide you know and I and I was led to talk about this because there's so much going on in the news today so much going on in the media today about mental illnesses and mental disorders uh, people taking their lives drug and alcohol abuse and addiction um, and I wanted to shed some light on suicide and and maybe what you need to know especially if you yourself have been contemplating suicide or you have lost a friend, a family member, or a loved one to suicide. Um, so the first thing that I want to be very clear about, and this is the way that spirit expresses it to me, one of the things that they're very clear about is that in the spirit world, there isn't exactly a hell, so to speak. Um, and I think that this is important to note because a lot of people, specifically people who come from kind of a Judeo-Christian faith or come from other organized religions, um, there's this concept of heaven and hell. And when we talk about suicide, there tends to be a general consensus that if you take your own life, you're going to hell. Um, and, and what I want to share is that in the spirit world, once you cross over, your soul goes to the area in the spirit world where your level of consciousness resides. So if you have done things in this lifetime to grow your soul and expand your soul, arguably you're going to go to higher realms in the spirit world or more expanded or more advanced realms in the spirit world. If you have not done those things and you've not answered that calling, you may find yourself in areas of the spirit world that are a little bit denser, um, that may be less evolved spiritually, but that does not necessarily mean that that is a hell. And in fact, the minute that your soul cries out and says, I want to know more, I want to expand, I want to grow, you are immediately opened up and transported to another area in the spirit world where you can grow, right? So there is hope, there is redemption, there is opportunity and ability um, to transcend your fear, to transcend your pain, to transcend the things that hold you down. Um, and I just think that's really important to note. Um, there may be areas in the spirit world that feel like a hell to some folks, but it isn't hell. And as I said before, the minute that you say, I want to grow, <clears throat> pardon me, I want to advance, I want to move forward. The minute that you do that, your soul opens up and you're allowed to and you're able to. Um, so let's talk for a moment about suicide itself, though, and, and what happens uh, once a person crosses over. Um, one of the things I found in doing readings for lots of people, and sometimes um, a person who committed suicide coming through in a mediumship reading, the vast majority of the time, people that take their own lives are either dealing with a mental illness, some form of a mood disorder, or they have just been in such a place where they have an addiction or sadness or something they just can't get over. Um, and they, they just want to stop experiencing pain. So it isn't always that they actually want to die, it's that, that they no longer want to feel pain. And the life that they're in and the life they've created for themselves, they feel inexplicably trapped. And so for them, like the only saving grace or redemption is to get out of that life and to get out of that pain. Um, in a lot of cases, people who commit suicide have had mental illnesses that have either gone undiagnosed or untreated. Okay, so 
a lot of times when they're at the place of taking their own life, they're not actually in their right mind. They just want the racing thoughts to stop. They just want the pain to stop. They just want the discomfort, um, the self-hate, the self-loathing to stop. And the only way they can think of is to take their own life. You know, um, in some cases, there are people who have had accidental overdoses. They didn't mean to take their life, but they had a drug or alcohol addiction um, and, and they took too much and their heart stopped. You know, so these are reasons behind it. And in some cases that are a bit more rare, sometimes the cause of death is possession. There may be spirit possession. There may be a spirit possessing or attached to the person that is egging them on to take their life. Um, there may be a person that is demonically oppressed. And for that reason, they opt to take their life because they want the pain to go away. So, you know, many times when people choose to take their own life, the vast majority of the time, not always, but the vast majority of the time, they're not in their right mind. You know, and, and it's very important to note that. Um, and the other part about that is that what I see in the spirit world is because they're not in their right mind, they are not faulted for the choice that they, they, they made. Um, they're responsible for their choice. And as souls, we're all responsible for our choices, our decisions and the path that we take. None of us escapes that. But it isn't about guilt and fear and condemnation. Um, one of the things that spirit tells me is that after a person takes their life, obviously what happens is they cross over, they leave their body and they can no longer go back to their body. Um, and what often ends up happening is that a lot of people who commit suicide, they don't actually know that they're dead. And the ones that do know that they're dead and the ones where it has registered that they've passed away, they don't actually know that they've killed themselves. And so that is actually the hardest part because in the spirit world, they're basically taken to an area that's kind of like a hospital, if this makes sense. And there are souls that are kind of like spiritual counselors that basically help people to understand that they died and how they died and what happened. And for these spiritual counselors, the most difficult thing is to kind of sit down with a person who took their own life and say, you killed yourself. Because a lot of these souls, even if they know they're dead, they haven't registered that they took their lives. and one of the things that i felt as spirit was impressing this upon me is just this deep grief and sadness and huge regret because the majority of people who take their lives they they deeply regret it and they wish they could go back because they realize like once they get over to the other side that no matter how bad or how insurmountable the problem seemed they could have overcome them you know because what it is is that spirit our spirits our souls have a vantage point that is far wider and far more expansive than the human part of us can sometimes comprehend. And so from a soul pers perspective, we know that we're going to get past it. We're going to grow. We're going to evolve and we're going to be all right. You know, from a soul perspective, we know that from a human perspective, sometimes we just can't see that. And when you're standing on the other side and you see, whoa, this was my purpose. This is what I was supposed to do with my life. I, I would have gotten married or I would have traveled the world or I would have done this or I would have done that. Wow. I would have done all of these things. You know, had I gotten over this hump, once you see that the gravity of that makes you realize number one, that, that, that you have a purpose and a mission. And number two, that nothing is always as bad or insurmountable as it seems. So that's a really hard part for a lot of people who take their lives to kind of wrap their minds around and deal with. Um, but there is healing, 
you know, um, and, and these spiritual counselors, it isn't just healing in terms of like talking to them and talk therapy. Um, but what spirit is actually showing me is healing with light, like allowing their spirit to be regenerated, allowing them to deal with the depression and the sadness and the fear. Because the thing is that we all come into this life with certain lessons, certain things we need to know and understand. We all come into this life with our own set of hangups and insecurities and lessons of the soul that we must overcome. And so when you die, those things don't go away. They stay with you. The only difference is you don't have a body to work it out in. So all of the issues that the person had, whether it be addiction, whether it be self-esteem issues, um, whether it be just doubting themselves or doubting God or doubting the strength of their own spirit, all of that is dealt with on the other side, you know, and they're in a space where they can work through these things and raise their vibration. So then their soul can expand and they can move to upper levels in the spirit world that are more advanced and that are more evolved. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much what happens. But the interesting thing is that sometimes when souls um, cross over and they take their lives, as I said before, they don't always know they're dead and they may be stuck in the place where the suicide happened, meaning that if a person drowned, you know, they, they may still feel the pain, you know, of their lungs trying to breathe. You know, they may still see the water rushing through their face and they may still see the darkness and the area under the sea. They may still see that and still feel that until they get to the place where they ask what is happening? Where am I? And then they're transported um, to this area in the spirit world that helps them heal, you know? Um, so I, I just want to say, if you have lost someone to suicide, do understand that we don't truly die. We do live on. You know, and there are opportunities to grow and expand and heal. Um, I think the hardest thing, though, for souls who have committed suicide is they are allowed to see how their family and friends are doing without them. And often that's the hardest part to heal from more than the fact that they took their own lives, because suicide is one of those things that can impact families and communities for generations, similar to, to, to murders or massacres or things of that nature, um, because it changes who you are as a person. It changes the way that you look at life. It changes what you thought was possible for your life, for the lives of people you cared about or trusted. And, and so it, it is something that if it goes untreated and unchecked, it can really put great damage on families, you know? And so for those who have committed suicide, I think that's the hardest part is knowing that even though they heal and grow and evolve, their family may not necessarily be able to get over it or at least not get over it as quickly as they could or they do. Um, but, you know, I, I will say to family members who are left behind, you, you have to understand the vast majority of the time people who commit suicide, they don't really want to die. They just want the pain to go away. And many family members may think, well, in that moment, were they thinking about me? Did they consider how what they were doing is impacting me? And what you have to understand is a lot of times in spaces like that, people are so deep in depression that they just think the world would be better off without them. So that's how far gone their thinking is. They're actually thinking your life would be better if they weren't around. And in other cases, they're not thinking about you at all because they're so deep into the pain, you know? So you, so you have to understand that um, don't blame yourself 
for being on the other end of that. A lot of times people think, well, could I have done something? Could I have said something? In some cases, yes, but in a lot of cases, no, because by the time a person has made a decision, they're going to take their life, they're, they're, they're fixated on that decision. And if you're dealing with somebody who has drug or alcohol addiction, they're not necessarily trying to kill themselves, but they are an addict, right? And so they're chasing that high. Um, and, and I think one of the things sometimes that we as human beings don't always understand is that whether something good, bad, somewhere in between happens, we think it's our fault or we think we could have shifted it or changed it. And in a lot of cases, that isn't always true. You know, you can shift or change your own life. You can say or do things that may influence a person, but ultimately it's their choice. It's their soul. It's their decision. Ultimately, they are autonomous. And so um, I would say don't blame yourself. Don't beat yourself up or beat yourself down for that. Um, definitely say a prayer for them and ask the great spirit to to take care of them and carry them to the areas in the spirit world where they heal because prayers can be felt and they can be heard. Your loved one can hear those prayers. Um, and so that's, that's really, really important. Um, but that's what I wanted to share. Um, you know, just making people aware of that because I know that, you know, lately there are people who have lost those they care to suicide. And I think that it's really, really important to note um, that there is healing and there is redemption. And for those who are left behind, you have to understand that this was not your fault. But this is why it's so important to have mental health treatment and mental health care. This is why counseling and therapy and a spiritual practice and exercise and a spiritual life and eating right, that's why all of those things are huge. Because when you have those things going on in your life, it makes it a little bit easier for you to think clearly and think objectively versus if you have none of that and you have no lifeline, it makes it that much harder. So I'm gonna put some links in the bottom of the description um, for counseling, support and things of that nature. You're welcome to check them out. Um, additionally, um, I am on a quest, <laughs> on a mission, if you will, to get to a thousand YouTube subscribers uh, by the end of April. So if I reach it, I'm actually gonna do a reading special on my website and I'm gonna offer a pretty substantial reading discount on some of my sessions. So please help me to get to a thousand subscribers, share this video, encourage people to subscribe. Um, if I get to a thousand subscribers by the end of April, I'm gonna have a big, big discount. And the final thing that I also want to share, I am now a featured blogger on Best American Psychics. Um, I just finished a, blo a blog piece on the spiritual life about my travels to Italy and Romania and all over Europe. I would love for you to check it out. That's going to be in the bottom of the description too. Um, and, you know, the last thing that I want to say is just to know and understand that you're loved. Okay. Um, I may revisit this uh subject on suicide there's one more thing that i'm sensing spirit may want me to share but you know i need to pray about it and see how that shakes down but for now i i just wanted to share that with you uh, and let you know that you are not alone um, and definitely help is out there mental health is super important so always remember to live your bliss live your light love yourself and i hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and do check back for more videos oh and the last last thing
my radio show, Live the Light. I'm going to be changing the format of the show a little bit. Um, instead of it being available every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it will be available the first Wednesday of every month on demand, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash live the light to listen. I'll put that in the bottom of the description too. And as I said before, I hope you guys have a good week, a wonderful weekend, and take care.